You are listening to the Lima Community Church Podcast. The following was recorded at Lima Community Church of the Nazarene in Lima, Ohio. Good morning. It is so good to be with you today on our Family Worship Sunday. Kids, I always love to look around and see all of you in here. And kids, did you know that you are such an important part of our church? Adults, would you give these kids a hand for being here with us today? We are so glad that you're in here with us. It is so good to see you. So today we're going to talk about how God can change a life. And in just a little while, we're going to celebrate with some of those who are going to get baptized, showing us that they have chosen to live their lives for God, that they're being changed from the inside out. So our story today is about Saul, as you saw in the video. Now Saul was a Jew from a place called Tarsus, and he grew up from childhood knowing all about God, and he wanted to serve God. He grew up knowing about the God of our father Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and that was all good, right? He wanted to serve that God, but, What Saul didn't believe was true. He didn't believe that this Jesus who was crucified could possibly be the Messiah that God promised to send to save his people. But this just can't be. So Saul made it his mission to go around and arrest people who followed Jesus. He made it his mission to go around and arrest them and put them in prison and sometimes even kill them. And he thought he was honoring God by doing that. In fact, in Acts chapter eight, verse three, it kind of all begins and we hear it, here's what it says. Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and he put them in prison for believing in Jesus. This morning, I want you to meet Saul. Saul, can you join us? Here he is, Saul. Now, we're gonna read in Acts chapter nine what happens in the story about Saul. So Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. In fact, Saul even went to the high priest, kind of the guy in charge of the synagogue, and he said, hey, give me some letters because I'm gonna take those letters to this place called Damascus, and there I am going to arrest and imprison all of the followers of Christ that are in Damascus. Now, you guys, you gotta realize for Saul, he got this letter from the chief priest and you gotta realize that this was like his dream come true. Like he's living the dream here. He is the perfect religious person in his mind and he is getting to go on the best mission ever to arrest and imprison these Christians. He felt pretty good about himself, pretty confident in what he was doing. So he and his followers, they set off on a mission and things changed pretty quickly for him. As Saul got close to Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed all around him. And Saul fell to the ground and he heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul's like, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. Well, the people who were traveling with Saul, they stood there speechless because they heard the sound, but they certainly didn't see anyone. So Saul, he gets up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. He was blind. So his friends took him by the hand and led him on into Damascus. And the Bible tells us that for three days, 
Saul was blind. His friends tried to give him food and drink because he was just sitting there blind. He didn't know what to do. But everything that they tried to give him, he refused it. You know, I can just imagine Saul is probably thinking, oh my word, this Jesus, who I thought was not a real person or or who really like wasn't the Messiah. Wow, I just seen him, what have I done? Now also in Damascus, the Bible says there was a disciple and his name was Ananias. So Ananias is living in Damascus and the Lord called to Ananias in a vision. Ananias. And Ananias said, yes, Lord. Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Well, Ananias was like, Lord, um, this is the guy that I've heard all of these reports about. I mean, this is the man that's come to harm all of the Christians here. And he's come on the authority from the chief priest to arrest people like me. You want me to go? Go. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. So get this, Ananias, even though it seemed crazy, he went to the house, he entered it, and he placed his hands on Saul. And he said, brother Saul, The Lord, Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, he has sent me, Ananias, so you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that immediately, something like scales fell off of Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and the Bible says he was baptized. And after he was baptized, he took some food and he regained his strength. Wow. He received the Holy Spirit, he was baptized. So you all get this, do you get what just happened? I mean, God sent Ananias to pray for Saul. Ananias was just a little bit scared to go. I mean, this Saul after all was the guy that could arrest him and even possibly kill him. But Ananias obeyed God. And he went where he was sent and saw, experienced a newness of life. He received the Holy Spirit. He was baptized. You guys, what just happened was one of the most dramatic conversions in all of church history. This Saul of Tarsus who made it his mission to arrest and kill people who thought that Jesus was the Messiah. He became one of the most well-known missionaries to an unbelieving world. He traveled everywhere, telling everyone and anyone about how he saw Jesus and about how Jesus changed his life. And he said, Jesus is the promised Messiah. Just what he thought wasn't true, he was declaring it's true. And he told everyone about the one true God. Get this, Saul's name was changed to Paul. And you know, when I look up what Paul means, it means humble, small, least, little, This Saul, who thought he was the best, most confident religious leader, he's now Paul, humble servant. Paul was such a great example of faithful service. Even when he faced things like prison 
and shipwrecks and beatings. And no matter how hard life got for him, he wanted others to know about the God who loves them and changed his life. Let's tell Saul, Paul, thank you. Thank you. The Bible goes on to tell us that Paul even wrote letters to churches, encouraging them to keep following Christ. One letter that he wrote to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians 4 says, Paul told people not to live separate from God. He urged them to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, and instead put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. You guys saw experience that firsthand. He put off his old self. He left that old way of life behind him and he put on that new self. He didn't arrest and hurt the followers of Jesus anymore. He spoke up for them. You guys, whenever I tell a story in downtown or even here in big church, I think, what is it that we can take away from this story? What is it that we can learn from this? How can we apply it to our lives? And as I was looking through the story this week, I thought there's four things that stood out to me. One of them is that character, Ananias. You guys, we don't hear his name mentioned very much in the Bible, what we do, but we do hear about him in Acts chapter nine. And what we know about him, think about this, he's a believer. And he listens and hears the voice of God. And not only does he hear it, he obeys it, you guys. I mean, think about it. He went where he was sent. He, dole, he did what he was told to do, even though it was ridiculously dangerous. He did it. And he did it with love and grace and wisdom. You guys, I wanna be like Ananias. I wanna be a believer who listens to the voice of God and then does what he says. The other thing I noticed about Ananias is when he went to Saul that first time, he put his hands on Saul. You guys, this is the guy that's supposed to arrest him, right? And did you know, did you listen to what he said? He said, brother Saul. Brother? This is the guy that's been killing these followers of Jesus. Brother Saul? You guys, Ananias trusted what God said. God said, hey, this is the guy I'm gonna use as my chosen instrument to go everywhere and tell everybody about me. He's gonna be part of our family. And Ananias is like, okay, brother Saul, you're in with us now, right? The third thing I thought about is this. Just like Saul changed, you guys, we can change too. We're invited to have a new life in Christ. God's, God wants every single one of us to be part of his family and live our lives for, for him, to put off our old self and to clothe ourselves with, with the new life, to put away that life of sin. And fourth, what I noticed about Saul is once we experience a new life, he didn't just stop there. He went out and told everybody everywhere. He wanted to share God's love with others so everybody would know about him too. You guys, sometimes we look at these stories in the Bible and we think, oh, that's great. You know, that can happen in the God's word. That's in the Bible. It happened a long time ago. But you guys, the kind of change that Saul experienced can even happen to you today. I was reading my devotions a few days ago and I read a story about a man named Claude. <clears throat> And Claude grew up in South London and he lived a very rough life. And the story says that when Claude was 15 years old, he started selling marijuana to make some money. By the time he was 25, he was selling heroin. And he needed a cover up for this drug activity, right? So he became a mentor to young people. Good cover up. But he became very intrigued by the manager at the place that he was working because this manager was a believer in Jesus. 
And Claude thought, you know, I would like to know a little bit more about this Christian faith. So he started going to classes. And before long, he told God, he said, okay, God, I dare you. I dare you to come into my life. And listen to what Claude said. He said, I felt such a welcoming presence. People saw a change in me instantly. I was the happiest drug dealer in the world. But the story goes on to say Jesus didn't, or Jesus didn't stop there in Claude's life. A couple days later, when Claude was weighing up a bag of cocaine, he thought to himself, this is madness. I'm poisoning people here. And he realized he needed to stop selling drugs and get a job. And you guys, with the help of the Holy Spirit, he turned off those phones where he got the calls for drugs and never went back again. You guys, just like Claude, just like Saul, the Holy Spirit wants to help you live out your life, your new life in Him and become more like Jesus. So here's what I want you to do for me this morning. I want you to think about your own life. I'm gonna ask you a few questions. And you guys, I want you to be so honest with yourself with this. Be honest in your heart and in your mind. So I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes and just think about you right now. And be honest with yourself when I ask you some questions. Have you stepped out of the old, that old life of sin and into the new life? Are you living your life in a way that shows that you wanna be more like Jesus? Have you chosen to be part of the family of God? And if you have, who are you telling about what Christ has done for you? Thank you for listening. For more information about our church, visit limacommunitychurch.com.